Hey, Zen. Yes? How do you follow Will Smith in the snow? You, you follow the Fresh Prince. Hey, Jack. My wife asked me to stop singing Wonderwall. I said, maybe <laughs> I'm going to be the one that saves me. What are you? An idiot sandwich. Welcome back, guys, to yet another episode in the Auction House Podcast. This is episode 19. We are back yet again, almost at 20. It's going to be great, right, Jack? Yeah, 20 soon, soon next Very, week. very soon, very soon. We have some interesting things coming up today. Of course, this is a bunny episode for the agenda today. We have, of course, token prices. Very important. We talk about this every single week. Mm-hmm. And we have some markets coming up. Some damn skill basilisk guys. We're going to talk about that. Tolvir hieroglyphics and Penfair gems. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. And as well, we have some news topics. The for you, uh, uh, upcoming Monday, the butter will be live in your stream. He's gonna hack your stream, Zen. So that's fun yeah, to Monk watch. S, I'm gonna. Monday. We're gonna die. What time? Uh, well, 6 p.m. CEST is usually the time that I start. So, uh, you know that that point in time, five hours going forward. Okay. Around that time is probably when he's gonna show up. Also, we got some news from the butter as well. Um, there is going to be a, some high amount of butters uh, during the the Burning Crusade Classic, uh, according to his information, his sources. So uh, we're going to talk about that as well. Yeah, yeah, yep, we are. And it's going to be interesting. Gold Goblin also made a very nice uh, English uh, guide for you to uh, read as well in German. But uh, the, I think the majority here is English. And we will kind of talk about a bit about that as well for the classic. And the clone service has uh, has some changes, so we're going to talk about that as well. Yep. And we go to the main part, and we're going to talk about the botter, the new botter we uh, we met. So uh, yeah, stay, definitely uh, interesting. Stay, stay tuned for that. Yes, sir. So Jack, how was your week? It was very wet. Wet. Yeah, I mean, were you, were you out swimming? Yeah, almost. Oh no! Okay. Cold. So um, it has been raining a lot in the Netherlands. So it's, yeah, I mean, uh, it has here as well. I'm, I'm going to be honest. We also had lightning and stuff. Ooh. I almost died. Was it Greece? Greece? Yeah, Greece lightning. Greece lightning. Go Greece lightning. No. Okay. Anyway. I just finished a new guide for people that want to expand their gold making with a second account. Um, I have a couple of steps so they can take uh, what they should be aware of, um, how they can do that with Tracical Master add-on. Uh, yeah, so check it out on my website, www.golddipper.com. Um, the, the coaching sessions are very busy, and I'm working on another guide that will be the Tracical Master guide for the values, like the rate, the item level, that kind of stuff. That will be out upcoming week, so... Yeah. Very good, very good. How was your uh, or your uh, wet or dry week? I mean, it's been an interesting week for sure. Um, we had a lot of rain as well, but I mean, I've been uh, very, very busy with uh, the streams. It's been good. It's was been fun. It, was it raining, man? What? Hallelujah. It's rain. raining, man. <laughs> and Hi, I just man. don't get... No, um, but something that was pretty, pretty awesome is the fact that I've... 
been getting into reposting on the auction house again, spending a lot of time on the auction house mm-hmm. uh, and crafting and unlocking different things. It's been great. I've been nice. investing all my gold. It's awesome. Yeah. Just to start, before we go to the token, we can say now your the butter is coming to your stream upcoming Monday. Um, not sure what, what time is coming, but what can people expect? What can people do? Can they like uh, tell them to hack you or or beat the shit out of them? <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, oh, he's probably, okay. he's probably gonna be fine. But like, if you guys have any questions, if there's anything you want to ask somebody that, uh, has had a very big bunny operation up and running, Hey, go right ahead. Come in, uh, ask the questions. Or if you have anything and you can't be there to send it through to me or Jack, it could be, you know, on Twitch or on discord, anywhere that you can find us Twitter as well. Yeah. So yeah. Best thing I think is we'll be in your stream. I think. I mean, yeah, obviously. If if you're there, if you're there when it's live and you're you're there to actually ask a question when he's there, it's you know it's gonna yep. be a more easier answer, easier to get to for sure. So if that's something you want, make sure. Bob the Butter, uh, check out on www.twitch.tv/sensorful. Can bot it? Do do. Can we can we bot it? Yes. Can we bot it? <laughs> no. Um, it's 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 gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun for sure. So, first of all, before we pop into more news thingies, we're going to talk about the tokens, of course. Mm-hmm. Very important things here going on. On EU, we haven't seen that many changes. It's been very stable here for the last, you know, uh, two, two, three weeks, I, I want to say. Uh, it's been pretty stable going up and down between uh, two, 225 to two, uh, 235, 40 almost. Um, it's very important, of course, uh, to keep following this price. Because something that we have coming on, we talked about this last week as well. We have TBC coming out. The pre-patch is going to come out in, I don't know how many days, uh, on the 18th of May. That is when it comes out. And then, of course, on the 1st of June is when it releases globally. And uh, that's very important because on the 18th of May is when everything comes out in the shop. So we might see a very big increase in the price there. And going forward to three weeks, of course. Uh, yeah, in... In the US, it's a total shit show at the moment. People are panicking on the street. Uh, I heard people uh, got uh, uh, got thrown out of their houses because they are not have enough gold for the game to play uh, because prices are going up so so much in the yeah, US yeah. at the moment. Uh, we have reached, they are we have reached a peak at the moment for 163k. Yeah, uh, that's uh, it's a lot for uh, the US. I I'm not sure what the highest one is, but I think we definitely should talk about the next week see how high it can go as well for the uh, eu one yeah yeah i mean it's uh it's it's insane i think i think the last uh long time i think the highest point was like 166k or whatever on us but it's 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 pretty crazy that the us token is you know it's consistently rising not like the eu token but i think it's yeah the eu token already went up there to you know it's it's gonna how high can you go but i mean we're gonna see obviously with tbc pre-patch coming out and all that stuff yes so it's going to be a very interesting time, of mm, course. Um, and yeah, I mean, we can't really say much more before before it actually comes out. So, And also, don't forget, guys, um, it's now a good moment to buy your tokens because there's definitely not going to be a drop in price sooner or no. later. So um, invest all your savings, all your gold, buy some tokens for later on so you have some game time or... yeah. Whatever. 
I mean, I would say if if you're one that wants to use some ba- bliss and balance of mind, the things that are that are coming out with TBC, definitely get the tokens now. Uh, or if you have one month left in terms of game time, definitely buy another month right now. Yes. Don't wait. Don't do not wait. It's way too risky because the token might go up a lot, and then it might be way too expensive for you expensive for you to buy or you might potentially lose out on a lot of gold that you didn't have to in the first place i wish it went down like the bitcoin yeah i mean we don't have an elon musk to talk about it like that so you know uh impossible right markets uh let's start with you with the market uh, you picked yeah we have some uh, interesting markets coming up here we have damn scale basilisk guys can i call it damn skill damn scale no damn boy what'd you find no uh the thing about these eyes, I'm sure some of you have heard about them before, but for the people that have not, uh, they are a TBC rep token, the Burning Crusade rep token that uh, people use to turn from hated to neutral, uh, from Eldor to scry- uh, scry- the Scryers. It's basically to get crafting recipes for your professions if you're doing that in TBC. And of course, there are people that are doing this. And uh, every time that they want to do that process they need 1300 so 1300 damn scale basilisk guys is how many do they need now to talk about the market itself it's a pretty slow selling market but a lot of people undervalue how much you can sell these for uh on bigger servers you can sell them for 100 to 200 gold usually um and on medium pop low pops it's all the way up to 500 gold i've seen people sell them for frequently um to talk about the current state of the market uh obviously since pretty much actually if we look all the way back to june 15th of 2020 a 22,000 quantity was what was posted on the auction house right and then it went all the way up to around the time that shadowlands released we had a hundred and it peaked at 135,000, which is very very high at being at a 320 regional price uh which is really good you know it's really high and now it's trickled down from 110k average at that point all the way down to 44, 45 to 50k. That's the regional daily posted. Uh, if you look on it at EU, the entirety of Shadowlands, the price has pretty much been totally busted on the Undermine Journal. But if you look in game, you're going to be able to see what the actual uh, regional price is a little deeper with the TSM data, of course. Um, and it would be probably around 300 gold still, uh, the regional price, which is still very good, but the quantity is going down. What's really important to think about in this market is a lot of people undervalue it and will post it for 10 to 50 gold, and that's where you have to strike, right? If you don't want to farm these things, you can farm them, both solo and in the group, but if you want to just stock the auction house, look for the very cheap ones. Follow the market for a long time on, on your server, and see if you can catch some very cheap ones because you can you can make yourself some a lot of gold. And when people pop by and finally buy some ice, they're gonna buy probably 1,300, 1,300. So it's a slow selling market. It's not one you can expect to, you know, it's gonna go out of in and out of your inventory in a week. This could take weeks to sell, and depending on the server, maybe longer. Just to let you guys know. On the NA, there's not a lot of movement on it. Uh, so you really have to pick the moments to buy them. Uh, keep scanning the auction house, keep checking it out. Uh, just to give you guys an example, in January, the price went up a little bit from an, uh, 275 to a 360 gold. 
and it's now averaged down to like a 350 gold. So the U- yeah. US has lesser uh, movement in price, but uh, you need to get those moments, get the cheap ones, and that's where you can uh, find your money. Absolutely. Right, next one is the is, is a great name. It's called the Tolvir Hieroglyphic. Very good. Yeah, very say, good. Say 10 times and you get a genie out of a bottle. So, Not really, but you know. Oh, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> so the item is an archaeology item. It's a keystone and it's used to make your uh, dick sessions. That sounds really strange what I'm saying, but um, <laughs> you're... Your, your digging session, sessions, your digging sessions. not your dick sessions, yeah. as in, you know, <laughs> the one that's attached to you. No, digging with a shovel in the yeah. game. <laughs> so this uh, mar- is used to make it easier. The, the, the keystone will fill up the fragments you're missing and will make it easier to fulfill uh, or complete a an, an project you're doing on the archaeology uh, to get those uh, jars. The jars can... Uh, can have the recipe for foul to sense. Yeah. That's one of the. That's the main reason why people are buying these fragments. Also, this market is not a very active market. However, it is a market where people undervalue a lot these items, and we're talking about people posting them for a simple thousand gold, while they actually value have of a five thousand to six thousand gold. So uh, that is interesting. The second interesting thing about this: most of the buyers don't buy one, but buy multiple ones. Yeah. You, yeah, otherwise you have to go every time back to the auction house unless they have a long boy. Uh, so they buy multiple ones. And from January, this is interesting. From January, it started with a price of 6,000 average region in the US. And it went up at the moment to a price of um, 9,500 region value. So there's definitely an increase of it. Uh, the quantity even went up a little bit. Uh, I think it's interesting because uh, more people have now off time and they check out new markets and try to invest in them. So also with this market is keep checking it out. See if you can find any cheap ones and scoop them. What about scoop EU? Them up. Well, EU has been an interesting one, obviously going towards the time that uh, Shadowlands released a couple months up towards it. The highest peak it, it peaked at when Shadowlands was released is somewhere in between, you know, 3,300 to 3,800 on the posted quantity. Uh, The prices stayed the same from pretty much September all the way until February, but at the end of February, going towards the end of February, is where the price started picking up, okay? So it started going from 3,500-ish on average all the way up to being 5,500 now, regionally. And the quantity has dropped a little, it's staying between 2,000 and 2,500, but that's where it's been for months now. But the but the price itself has gone up regionally. Juicy, juicy Very market. juicy, very juicy. Definitely. So if this is something, a little, little side project you guys can go into, it's very important. It's good. Useful Vile Sands. Yeah, maybe you want to get the Vile Sands go. Yeah, go if buy. you want to go for a I mean, it's obviously even better because if you invest into this market, you could be like, okay, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to try and get the Vile Sands. Yeah. Just what you could do, right? Smart thinking. Very good. Smart thinking. Yes, very good. The next one we have in line are the Panther Gems. And we're going to talk... This is uh, Pandaria, obviously. Don't ever do that. Don't ever growl ever again. I don't want (laughs) to... Sorry. (laughs) No, but um, there are obviously six different ones. We're going to talk about the four ones that are used for the mount specifically. 
Um, something that's very interesting about these four different ones, of course, being the Sun's, Ra Sun's Radiance, Wild Jade, River's Heart, and Primordial Rubies. These are one of the markets that are impacted by, obviously, Ghost Iron and Spirit of Harmony. And we know that there is... The Spirit of Harmony has, you know, dropped quantity, increased the price, so it only makes sense that something like this will go up in price, especially because it's getting older and older to content, so less and less of people have it. Um, if we talk about pretty much, like, we can say the same thing about all of them, you know, because ever since Shadowlands released, the price has been increasing on all of them, and the quantity, and this is on EU, by the way, the quantity and price has all changed. The quantity is slowly dropping and the price is slowly increasing what's the date on your uh, data when the price went up for you uh the price started going up after uh shallon's released november really? 23rd the us started them in the middle of march when the price went up yeah but like it well, already started then there was a minimum up uh up price when the shallon's released but the real price increase went uh, from march but go ahead yeah I want to say something that's really important about these markets. Something you have to remember is people get, get these things out of transmuting and out of prospecting. And it's both from Kyperite and it's also from Ghost Iron. Um, it's very important to realize that these things have a specific value that you would have to calculate <laughs> based on the percentages. It, you know, It's a lot of math. It's complicated to figure out. But it's very important to follow these markets because they are used for mounts that a lot of people still buy. Um, I do want to say that the vendor uh, sell price is super high, which means that the deposit cost is super high. So posting these gems multiple times is something you have to be careful about. Yeah, right. big stacks. Yeah, you, you would have that. to look out. Absolutely, or big stacks. You would have to look out for the times where you can find some really cheap gems where people undervalue them because they're either tired of them or they want to get rid of them or they want to cut losses. Or they have no clue. Or they're clueless, right? Or if you're crafting the Panthers yourself, if you see something cheap, it's a good idea to buy it, obviously. But just as a little important thing. Yeah, try to post them in stacks of 20 because they, you need 20 per uh, type yeah. of gem to make the Panther. 10 or 20 uh, is a good answer. Well, uh, 20, of course, because with 10, you don't have enough. No, I know. But but the, the, the thing is, when you're prospecting, the reason I'm saying 10, when you're prospecting, if you're prospecting a smaller amount of Kyperite or... Uh, Go star and or you can be very unlucky and not get all the colors you need. If you notice on your, that the market for these gems are really good on your server from a longer time of period, try to do 40. And the reason why to yeah. say 40 is because uh, the four, 20 for the Panthers and the four Panthers make then the Onyx Panther. So yeah, the shield one, yeah. there's a possibility that the same crafter will need the four other Panthers as well. So you need 20 more of those yeah. of those gems. So even 60, because usually uh, they they craft you know enough for a while but how what about what about the us was it pretty much the same uh no the, the march uh the increase started in price but also the quantity started in that started uh, an increase okay so the fun thing here is on almost all the gems and i'm just picking out one at the moment uh because they almost have all the the, the same effects the primordial ruby uh, it started increasing from price on the mid uh, the 15th of March. And it uh -huh. went from a price from 230 gold to now a price of 312 gold. So it's a 50 gold increase. 
and the quantity as well that went up from an uh, almost 15,000 to now at the moment an 18,000. So it uh, seems like the price is going up and the quantity is going up. Good market to get into if you find it, like you said, sensible to find some cheap ones. Yeah. Um, and they are also crafted uh, with transmute by using the raw version of the gem and a golden lotus. And people can get like five gems with one craft. So there's also a possibility. If you're really lucky, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if you're in a, if you're not sure about the prices, what to pick in your trade school master user, uh, definitely use the price sources, smart average buy and crafting. Then you're like for 90% sure you will make a profit on them if you can sell them. Yeah. But just always remember the deposit cost. The yep. vendor sell price on these are very high, which means that the price that you, I mean, the amount of gold that you use on posting these gems are going to be very high. So... They can eat out of your profit. Yeah, they can eat out a majority of your profit. Nom, 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 nom. So just be aware of that. Because uh, that's very important. Or try to sell them in trade chat. Um, news. Let's go to news. Yeah, we got some interesting news. We obviously, earlier, we talked about a little bit about butter coming on, on the stream on Monday. Butter. For me. Butter, butter. Butter. But, but the butter. 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 Um, something else that's very important, Jack. Something yeah. else that is very important. Uh, something that we have been considering, and we also talk about it later in this episode for the main part, um, it's very important. Yeah, we got some inside information for you guys, yeah. for the, especially for the classic uh, players. Absolutely. TBC releasing. We have seen when Classic came out, the vanilla Classic, a lot of bots were in there. I'm sure a lot of you guys that play Classic absolutely know this. And we are all 100% sure that it's going to be the same, if not way worse, in TBC if Blizzard doesn't do anything about it. Let's take it from that perspective. If that happens, that means that a majority of the people that uh, do bot in retail are probably going to move over to TBC. And there's also a lot that are only going to bot TBC. And that will impact the botting scene on retail. And it will also impact a lot of markets on retail. And what I want you guys to look at are all the known markets that are usually butted that we know of right now, right? And that would be ore in Shadowlands, that would be herbs in Shadowlands, that would be leather in Shadowlands, right? Everything that can be gathered is worth it to look at. We have to be able, we have to follow every single market in the amount of quantity, in the prices, everything that's being posted. We're probably going to talk about this on the next uh, next week's episode. Um to see what's what's been going on but it's very important to follow these markets guys because uh it it, it might impact it a lot we don't know how much is going to impact it but we know it's probably going to do something because it did when classic came out yeah and we got some news as well from our butter bob uh one of the big uh bots out there is already uh, doing is gonna do soon enough uh, some beta testing on the bot and you can assume from that that's gonna be a bot yeah. mania. It's basically one of the uh, bigger public bots, uh, the key loggers as they call them, is gonna go online for a TBC, and they're pre pretty much gonna have an online uh, marketplace that people can uh, buy the software and start buying. Yeah. So it's not gonna. We don't know how insane it's gonna be, but nope. it's gonna be probably bit pretty big. Uh, so it's it's. It's definitely important to think about that uh, in the strategy strategy that you use on playing TBC, if that's something that you're considering. But we just have to realize that TBC will impact retail in a lot of ways. Also the token. 
Now staying at uh, the Burning Crusade Classic, um, I got an, a link from uh, Mr. Gold Goblin, our German friend that uh, streams also a lot. So if you're from Germany or you speak German, you understand German, check him out on Twitch, uh, but also check him out on his website. And if you look for professions.goldgoblin.net, there's a new uh, guide uh, he made, and it's, it looks very great. It's it, it, how he built it up. There's a uh, it's a two piece. I can see yeah, it's a two-piece piece of guide. It's one for profession, for leveling guides, the, the professions, and one for the farming guides. Um, yep. It's in English. Uh, there's also a German version on it. Uh, maybe he's going to make a Spanish version of it. I have no clue. But definitely want to check it out. I'll put the link on my website uh, upcoming Sunday. I think will be a Sunday on my website with uh, all the links so you can check it out. Definitely have a look at this guy because he's a pretty big gold maker that a lot of non-German speaking people don't know about you. Also, next in line, we have a little bit of news Attack- coming towards... Attack of the clones. <laughs> Attack of the clones. No. Uh, is Blizzard decided to lower the amount of money that we need to spend on the cloning service, guys. Uh, it went from $35 down to $15. It's probably going to be, you know, 12, 13 euros, whatever. Probably the same as the sub uh, of, in euros, but taking that from a standpoint they lowered it by twenty dollars you know mm. um it's good it's definitely good it's a it's like i mean fifteen dollars is way more acceptable uh for what that service does um and yeah i mean i think it's good i think yeah. it's good i mean it's good you as well on the in pounds it's gonna be 12 pounds yeah and in euros 15 euros what they say on the bowhead i don't remember how much it was that's uh, 15 euros they say just give you guys a little bit of a heads up it's not something we're going to do every time or every month or it's not something we actually planned to have a second botting account when we did the first one. Nope. Uh, we did not plan to have a second person on. Absolutely the, not. The reason was that we came in contact with uh, Butter Bob uh, from the first episode he listened to and he was very excited about it. So he thought like, oh, let's let's, let's give him a, let, let's try to have a little chat with these guys and see what, what we can, what I can do for them. And he, this guy is a butter. In prime time, he bought it with 130 accounts, made uh, 70,000 pounds a year. Um, Which is close to $100,000 yeah, dollars. So he will talk about it. Yeah. So uh, definitely check it out. But it's not a thing we're going to repeat over and over again. It's Absolutely just not. the opportunity we got. And yeah, yeah uh, just, uh, just enjoy the show. Yeah, we wanted we wanted to have this on because it would provide a little more info, a lot of very interesting statistics. So, yeah, I hope I hope you guys are going to enjoy sure. a little bit of a great episode talking about butts. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy. So, guys, we are entering into the main part of the episode here. This is very interesting. We're going to talk yet again about budding. I obviously want to start out with the fact that me and Jack do not support. But again, anyway, just if you guys, uh, you know, didn't know already, I, I feel like we've said this a bunch of time, but I feel like I feel like we sh- we should uh, put put a little, little stamp on it again. Yes. Um, the very important uh, thing about this person that we do have on is after the first botting episode uh, that we had, I'm, I'm not sure if you guys listen to it or not. You can if you want to. I don't remember what episode number it is, but it's uh, it was it, a bonus. Yeah, so it's, a, it's a bonus episode, so you guys can find it wherever you, you listen to. But the main thing is that we got in contact with somebody else, a guy that has way more info into the actual budding community, uh, in, both both in 
in terms of actual companies running budding software, running uh, you know 100 to 150 accounts himself, it's very very huge. Um, I don't know what what else, Jack. Is there is there something you want to mention before we introduce him? Well, his name is Butterbop. I mean, it's uh, buttery, but uh, butter. butter me up, Bob. Butter me up, Bob. And Butterbop, uh, butter welcome. Thank you for joining us on this episode, second episode for Botting. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Great, great to have you here. Hey, um, tell us a bit about, because uh, today it's the 8th of May, a lot of things has happened. We recently heard about the multiboxing changes. Tell us a bit what happens on the bot side. Is there any news at the moment? So, as it stands at the moment, there seems to be, I don't want to call it a ban wave, because we, we don't really have ban waves in the way that we used to. Uh, <laughs> Blizzard used to more in the honor buddy era, so you know, 2015, 2016. Uh, he used to have this thing where they would just save up a load of accounts and then ban everybody all in one go. What seems to happen these days more than anything is Blizzard push out a new detection method. Uh, their anti cheats, which most people will know is being called Warden. Um, they will push a new unit to it, if you want to call it that, which is a new detection method, uh, and it will do its thing. So as, as it stands at the moment, we are starting to see, literally over the last probably two weeks, uh, more accounts getting banned than we have done probably in the last six months or so. I personally, uh, last, last night, 15 accounts. 15? Uh, yeah, 15 in total. Um, which was all of the accounts that I was using at the moment because uh, I've gone from what I would consider to be large scale to just doing this for fun and for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's 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 just a case of sitting in cooldown for a little while, really, seeing yeah. what Blizzard's move is next and then kind of moving from there. Okay, um, before we go dive deeper into it, let's uh, give people an idea of what kind of botter you are. Uh, what have you done? Uh, what kind of games did you bot? How big are, were you? Tell us a bit, a bit of, uh, about your background in botting. So I started botting uh, back in 2005. There was a bit of software out at the time called Glider, which some of you might know as MMO Glider or WoW Glider. Um, it really was the first public bot for World of Warcraft. Um, and I actually started botting purely because I just didn't want to deal with the grind. It wasn't the leveling. I enjoyed the leveling. It was literally trying to get money together on a regular basis to raid and that type of stuff. Um, I quickly fell out of love early on with botting. So like your early bots are really difficult to use. Um, and then I actually quickly moved into fish butting and um, woods, what's the word I'm looking for, would spend a lot of time just fishing savory deviates because they sold so well. From there, I then kind of got more and more into the batting industry. I started running some more private bots that were around at that time and sort of had 10 or 12 bots running probably uh, late vanilla, early um, TBC. Uh, and from there, very quickly fell into the botting community as a whole. I've actually worked for um, a bot which was sued and closed down by Blizzard Entertainment. 
because uh, <clears throat> I worked for in a non-paid for capacity, if you want to put it like that. Uh, so, <clears throat> yeah, that was a lot of fun. I've run uh, a large-scale bot operation at one point when I lost my job. Um, and I was pulling in around about 70 grand a year from that busing operation. Um, it was uh, about 130 at one point, I think it was my largest number of bots. So, uh, so 70,000 a year? <laughs> yeah, that's making me about 70,000 a year. Um, yeah. The, okay, that's how much in dollars? Uh, almost 100K in dollars. 97,000. $97,000 a year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, keep it going. 130 bots. Yeah, it's 130 bucks bringing me in the thick end of uh, $100,000 a year. Um, it, it, that was a lot of work, but where I currently was in my life and uh, with everything else that was going on, it was the easiest way for me to actually make money. Mm -hmm. And it was just an opportunity that I just had to grab by the scruff of the neck and, and kind of run with. I then took a break after that for a while. I came, kind of gave myself burnout. I've been playing WoW a lot. I quit actually playing WoW at the end of um, Wrath of the Lich King. I was in a, a progression guild at that point. I had a couple of world firsts and some other bits and pieces. Um, from there, played some Pandaria and really butted on and off all the way through to Mr. Pandaria, you know, just, sorry, Mr. Pandaria, all the way through to BFA. Mm -hmm. uh, mostly, again, personal stuff. Um, anywhere between 10 and 12 bucks at any one time. Um, and then I've kind of come back with a, I'm not going to say a vengeance, but um, kind of taking it seriously again because I've started playing through Shadowlands properly. And so I'm currently set myself a target to make 100 million gold before patch 9.1. Um, and I am currently sat on about 78,000, sorry, 78,000, 78 million liquid gold. So you think you're going to make it? Based on last night's bad wave, probably oh, yeah. not. Um, we'll, we'll see. I lost. I didn't lose my main account. My main account has never, ever been touched by a bot. Lives on a completely different email account, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And to uh, give people an idea, not his Blizzard accounts get banned, but his WoW accounts only get banned yeah. by bots. So individual WoW accounts, because on one Blizzard account, you can have up to eight different WoW accounts. So in, in some cases, even though there is bots on every single, every single one of those eights, uh, the Blizzard account would not get banned like the entire thing yeah. only the individual accounts really weird really i mean really weird <laughs> uh bob how long are they now are they perma banned or are they temporarily banned no, they're all six month bans what i will what? say is um <laughs> yeah it's a joke isn't it i mean they've clearly seen me using them they're just like oh, six months and Go how long it. have you been botting with those accounts uh some of them have been so uh, what i should explain for the people is those accounts, those 12, make up what I call a machine. Um, so some of them will be farming materials. Some of them will be literally making items. Some of them will be doing my commerce stuff and posting on the auction house. Um, and literally, the, the ones that have been making and posting on the auction house, I have had for six months to a year. Because they're well, they're just sat in they're just sat in 
a, I mean, let them sit out in Dalaran um, or somewhere where you're not going to get seen. Uh, Player reports are our biggest enemy. So guys, it's become a bit of a meme in the end. I see it posted on the WoW Academy thread, like to reporters. Do it. It is your it's your biggest smoking gun to get rid of butters. Seriously. It's your privilege. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it is the it is the number one way to get rid of us. Um so if you take anything from today's episode, report everybody you see. It is uh, kind of strange because we're paying for the game, or the majority of the players are paying for the game, but and they have to solve the problems mm-hmm. that we pay the people for. That's, Blizzard uh, would rather litigate than innovate. But hey, then again, if 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 uh, if Blizzard's like, oh well, we can give the players a little bit of new review, uh, renewed purpose in the game, hunt down the bots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give us a, hey, Blizzard, give us an achievement or something for it. Yeah, <laughs> nah, that would be wild. But, I mean, you look at something like I don't know, Rainbow Six. And you report somebody, and then you get a little tick in your inbox that says, "Hey," and you know, you get that with. Uh, Blizzard now, you report somebody and an action was taken against their account, you get a little email and, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that the people here are against this get a little pang little of happiness. Of it, yeah. yeah, a little oh, kick yeah. out of it. So, do 100%. it. You'll get rid of us quicker. You'll make our lives harder. Okay. Hey, and how many accounts do you now have left? Uh, zero, but, well, I say zero, I have just started an additional 15. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, <clears throat> um, <laughs> so so that wasn't really long lasted. I mean, uh, you're back no. up and running pretty quickly, very very quickly, and it's okay. You won't see us leveling either. So, like, uh, my preferred method of leveling is pet battles. Really? Would, uh, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, you've got limited exposure. Think about it. You, you're not Instant out in the world you, alone. You can't get stuck on a wall somewhere trying to hand yeah. a quest in. You're not. You are limiting everything that could go wrong. So by standing in front of a pet battle station, just pet battling over and over and over again, the next thing you know, I can set those, well, I have set those going, and all of them will be uh, 50 by tomorrow morning. And then I will will run them all um, through various methods to get them to 60. So you're telling you're telling me that bots are actually inflating the number of pet battles there are. Can you imagine if Blizzard is like, "Oh, our pet battling is doing so good," and then it's like fifty percent just botters? <laughs> Probably, yeah. I mean, like, uh, it, it's a well-known spot. I don't use this one because it's it's so well known. But Vale yeah. um, of Blossoms. Yeah, yeah. Everyone knows that spot over top, so bottom left of the map. Uh, by that little bit of water um, yeah. and you've got the otters down is it otters or civets whatever it is down there you'll <coughs> always find somebody butting down there my preferred location is <coughs> to um, my preferred location is essentially drainer um, so I will set my bot going to do the first entry bits to drainer to get my garrison so it will it will do those bits and then after that it just goes off and pet battles. But it only works till level 50, right? Or <laughs> Only works to level... I mean, I haven't, to be honest with you, that's a good point, does it? Hmm, thanks, mate. All right, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't tried, to be honest with you. It's just... Um, it, it, it's just been my way to, 
to quickly get some gear together between 50 and 60. So I break my accounts down into to three groups, if you want to put it like that. I've got my accounts which are going out and fetching materials. I've got my accounts which are crafting materials. And I've got my accounts which are putting stuff on the auction house and essentially doing my inventory management for me. Um, and yeah, I lost all of those this week. Is is it, by the way, in a common way to level uh, your characters by battling, or is that something you only do, or couple? Uh, I think it's pretty common. It's it, it's for for anybody who is botting on scale. You want as limited interaction as possible. You you want to minimize your your touch surface, as I would put it. Mm-hmm. So. Again, um, some people like to go out and just grind and grind and grind. So one of the areas uh, that you will see uh, anything that's like um, uh, an infinite spawn. So um, the Murlocs in just outside of Stormwind in that little, those two little islands. Yeah, Yeah, there's one. You'll find bots there all the time. Uh, anywhere like that with sort of infinite hyper spawns. Um, that's where, the, and to be honest with you, um, scaling has been our biggest friend. Blizzard implemented scaling has been a massive plus for us. Yeah, because you could just consistently sit in the same spot because the mobs level with you. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas before you had a profile that did level one through 10, and then you'd have to move and get over to another place that worked for the. But I mean, 10 I, to 20 or whatever. Literally, now I've got profiles on my machine from you know, on a body era um, and pre-scaling era that's like, you know, level 1 through 10 is just outside Stormwinds. Then we're off over to, you know, West March or, or whatever. Um, and it's nuts. It, it used to be a lot more difficult. So you would wait for all of your characters to get together to yeah. the same level. And then you'd more, move them all in one go. Um, and they, you know, they're either across different instances or, um, and previous that it was even more difficult because you didn't want to put all 10 of your bots in the same place because you're just halving your XP rates. You'd either put them in a group so that they would get an XP together or you would, um, you would stagger their leveling. So you would have like two in the one to ten bracket, two in the twenty to thirty bracket, etc., etc., etc. So, I mean, all of these uh, different areas of body is, is is really interesting, of course. But we have one thing we talked about it earlier um, with with your accounts uh, getting banned here uh, last last night. Um, do you feel that Blizzard does like an adequate job at at bot detection? Do you feel feel they're getting better? They're doing worse? What do you feel? Um, yeah, it's going to be difficult for me to justify my answer, I suppose, having just been banned last night. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, so people take what I'm about to say with a pinch of salt or take what I say. And it's up to you guys, really. But my opinion is no. Blizzard do an absolutely terrible job of uh, bot detection and generally looking after the state of their game. So from a... Uh, Blizzard, and I mentioned this before, I, I used this term before, Blizzard would rather litigate than innovate. If you look at their history and the way that they have approached these problems, 
Blizzard out here. So when they've sued the likes of Anabuddy, when they've sued the likes of Pocket Gnome and Shadowbots and and those, you, you can look through the court proceedings and claim and sorry and see how much Blizzard claim they are spending to combat butters, and they say it's hundreds of thousands. But they then, on the other hand, got rid of the single most effective. Um, effective means of combating butters, which was real GMs. Blizzard yeah. don't have real GMs anymore. And it was so much harder. I mean, we used to be able to. There was um there was a, a private butt on the market for a little while in Wrath of the Lich King. And you could see if a GM was nearby. It showed you hidden players, basically. So you could literally you'd be butting and all of a sudden you'd get an alert to you to watch to your computer or to your email, it's like, yo, there's a GM nearby. And so you'd check on that instance of butt, and there would just be a GM stood there waving at you or teleporting you around or doing something like that. Really yeah. waving at you? Yeah, man. It was, it was class. Like, I've seen, I can honestly say I've seen more GMs in my time because of butting than your average player would have done through all of the early days when GMs were around. Um, and do you know what? The GMs used to be really fun. Right? They'd be like, uh, I'm going to ban you now. He'd be like, all right, okay, cool. I'll see you in a few hours. Um, but yeah, it's like it, the, the, the single most, the problem now is that when you guys report us, and that is still the best way to get rid of us, you report us, it goes into a big pool and somebody then just looks at the data. But a GM would get that report and quickly go over to where I was and be like, yeah, that dude's buying, bye. And it was a lot more instant, a lot more instant. Do you think they should ban the whole Blizzard account? Um, the problem with doing that is that you then ban on games where you may not have cheated. So if you've got Diablo against that account. No, but what I think is, um, if you're a driver of a car and you have people in your car and you're making mistakes, then you also cause mistakes for other people. So don't drive reckless. That's I, what I mean. Just if you don't want to get your whole BattleNet account banned, just don't bot. I, I agree with yeah, I agree with what you're saying. My problem comes down to what is essentially the letter of the law, and it, and I can only say this having been sat, sorry, having been working for a company that that, that was sued. Because of the way that software licensing works, yes, you have an overall account, but each one of those games has a separate uh, EULA against it or a terms of service. Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, <laughs> you accept each game's licensing agreements, not the account's agreements. So, therefore, they can, they can actually only ban you from the game that you have cheated on, which is... Why over? And it's the same with. I mean, you look at um, you look at um, what they should have done is is done a unified cheat engine, if you want to put it like that. Because you look at Steam, you get VAC banned on one thing, you're VAC banned on everything because you have cheated against VAC, if you want to put it like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, that would have been a much more effective solution, but because you've ended up with this bastardized child of Activision and Blizzard. They can't do that now. Let me rephrase the question. If they would change that policy, uh, do you think that will help stop bots going botting? 
No. <laughs> no. Absolutely, absolutely not. Um, we don't care. It's like... Yeah. I mean, if you get a six-month ban or a perma-ban, you're still going to make a new account because you need to get, get things moving. And then, may, yeah, maybe you get an account back, but... Hey. But I, I mean, I, I get that. It's just, you know, the, the reason that we, we've, uh, we're we bringing this up, me and Jack, uh, it, it, it's mostly because we've seen multiple uh, multiboxers get their entire Blizzard, Blizzard account absolutely just taken out. Entire, the entire thing, permabanned, and they don't want to talk to you again. And it's just really weird that they do something like that against some of the player base, but not actual cheaters, you know? But I mean... Sure, some multiboxers may have used some autom automation stuff in, in some terms, but still, it's uh, it's weird, you know? I mean, I'll be honest, um, a lot of the communities that I sit in uh, have a, a large crossover with multiboxing, yeah. and I haven't come across that I can think of um, anybody, because one of the forums that I'm on, there's a big ban report section, um, and I can't think of anybody who's literally not been able to log into their Blizzard account or they've logged in um, and found that they can't play Diablo anymore, for instance. Uh, what multiboxes, what usually happens is that multiboxes will have five accounts on one Battle.net account and all of those get hit with the same sanction because they were all in the same place at the same time doing the same thing. And therefore... They all get banned on the same day for the same period of time um, or permanently. And so that, um, that, that does come across like a, um, this whole account has been banned. But yeah, I, I think if you they, only play WoW, of course. Yeah, if you only play WoW, of course. So, But, but what, it, what about, I mean, if it goes into it, why doesn't that happen to, does that happen a lot to bot accounts as well? Um, the entire thing gets slapped? No, not really. Uh, but my, my, that more comes back to what I was saying before that you know you've got five accounts on a Battle.net account, five yeah. accounts on a Battle.net account for a multiboxer. All of yeah. those will have been multiboxings, therefore they can very easily say this has happened. Yeah, but, so it's a little easier to clarify. Yeah, a little easier to clarify. There's, whereas with a butter, they have to prove that every single one of those accounts has been butted on, um, which is a bit more difficult. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's that. That's an all right answer. I'm still just. It just hits me a little weird, you know. It just. I. I, I don't know. I. Feel, I feel like I, I. get. I get the point, but it, it's just. Uh, I guess feelings are hard to understand sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't think it's that they would if they they would if they could. I think it's what it comes okay. down to. I think it comes down to more to do with the letter of the law around licensing agreements and stuff okay. like that. I think that's that, that's the problem. If you, uh, to take your analogy of a car, um, you know, you get into a car ac accident that wasn't your fault or you get into a car accident and your car breaks down, um, it doesn't mean you're banned from driving every other car. Um, you don't have your license taken off you immediately. There has to be some form of... Um, investigation and stuff yeah, yeah, done yeah. before that, that can happen. What, what are the things that Blizzard could do to stop potters, actually, besides let the players report it? Is there a software way they can do it? or The, 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 two, the two for me um, are bring back proper GMs. 
real people. Blizzard, you've got the money. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, if you, if this was really a priority for you, bring back GMs. Um, the other one is the software point you've just made there. <laughs> There's no way in hell that Blizzard um, don't have the tools, skills, and ability to be able to at least uh, pull information together through statistic and sorry, statistical analysis and other bits and pieces um, on um, players who might be putting. I mean, we already know that they follow money around. We already know that they follow large sums of gold being transferred and auction house purchases. So if I'm sat online for four days straight farming in Bastion, do you not think you should probably take a look at my account? Because if I can suddenly stay awake for four days straight, I'm some sort of mad superhuman. I... Or you're very unhealthy and about to die. <laughs> I mean, there is that as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's insane. It's, it's just, it's an absolute joke. Uh, there's, there's no way that Blizzard don't know what we're doing. They are ignoring it. It's as simple as that. I mean, like, the, the, the one where Asmund Gold found that um that boomkin train just out there farming raptors mm-hmm. yeah all of a sudden there's what what was there like 35 boomkins in a field 35 50 yeah blizzard like seriously you you report on player density we know you do yeah why is there thirty five? Why is there thirty five to fifty boomkins in the field all spamming and all stuff? Running, up? Uh, and they're all running in a very, very specific line, all after each other. I mean, we know that Blizzard track where you've moved to because yeah. one of the things that caught botters out quite a while ago was that, so. There's, there's there's two types of bots. Well, there's not. There's, there's a lot more than that. There's two types of pathing that you can do in bots, and pathing is how a bot decides where it's going to move. You can either go point by point, and that is called waypoint pathing, moving from here to here to the next point to the next point, and it will just move between those waypoints in a in a straight line, basically. And that is the the most basic form of butting <coughs> or pathing. Sorry, uh, the more advanced version is um, like pathing via an algorithm, where we we literally read the world in what's called a mesh we understand the bot understands what is traversable and what is not traversable um it understands what a doorway is etc how to get into a building etc etc um and it uses what's referred to as an a star um um cast and recast algorithm to move around essentially and it will say i want to get from <clears throat> Stormwind to Zangamash, how do I do that? And it will just do it. So it's been it's been taught how to do all the different movement areas of of where to go in the game on a, on a more I, I guess more complex level than just point to point. Yeah, it, I mean it hasn't been taught. What it's been given is um, a mesh which describes the world and where the things okay. are yeah. uh, traversable, and a set of rules, and it will decide using an AI. Um, 
AI is probably the wrong word, but it will it will make a decision. I want to get from this XYZ location to this XYZ location. How do I get there? And it will build its own path how to get there. Yeah. Okay, so avoid buildings that run into trees. Don't all suddenly drown in water, run up a mountain, all those things. Okay, I mean, that's you know a little more inv- advanced a way of thinking about it. It's definitely good. So what you can do going back to your going back to the point before we mm-hmm. got caught out with waypoint pathing because you just moved to the same spot over and over again. So towards the back end of Wrath of the Lich King was a bit of software that came out called Papatha. Um, which was an add-in, which then started to read the game world, which is what we were discussing there, and botting moved to what's referred to as now as hotspot botting. So what, put, what do you mean with reading? What do you so mean? it would literally read the game world and go, there's a mob over there, how do I get there? Um, and oh. then decide how to move over, move to it. Um, and we now use hotspots where you put a dot on the on the on the floor essentially so for instance my butt that's skinning a bastion or was skinning a bastion r.i.p um you literally put a, a dot down in the middle of some mobs that you know there's always a cluster of mobs here that drop uh leather uh they that dot now needs to be a hundred yards in radius uh kill everything ah, in this radius and then so go like auto attack in a warcraft free yeah pretty much yeah you click down and then it attacks anything that's close by Mm-hmm. Oh, because it loots and skins and all that. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. I mean, and then just, it will say, okay, I finished here and move on to the next one. But the clever thing about that is it won't ever move. It will always go to somewhere within that hotspot. So it never hits the same XYZ coordinate twice in a row. Okay. Making what? us less obvious again. Well, I mean, always got to find workarounds, I guess. I mean, to keep it going. But I mean, something I want to touch on again is obviously you said that all of your accounts got hit, but you know, you're probably set up really quickly again. But I, I, um, I, I, I want to know your opinion on the fact that we obviously had the second round of the input broadcasting software ban. Uh, it seems yeah. to be more targeted towards multiboxers, but do you think in a sense that it's going to help in any way to, uh, you know, combat bots? I think that they've put something out there and that they've changed their stance on this and that they have now said something publicly because they have new heuristic software um, that is better able to detect bots. And back-end stuff that we don't know about yet. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and this is the stuff that I've just been talking about that I think Blizzard should have been doing for the last five, ten years. Maybe even uh, more. <laughs> even, yeah, maybe even more, let's be honest. Um, so the I think that they've had to change. I actually think multiboxes have been caught in the crossfire of them ah, fighting bots. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so okay. they've had to change their stance on multiboxing because they can't distinguish multi-boxes from butters. Yeah. And I think that's why we've been getting away with it for so long, because multi-boxing has been allowed. I mean, that speaks a little bit into the nature of what multi-boxing is, you know? It's, uh, because, like, if, let's say, let's say that is the true thing, I mean, (laughs) it's only gonna, you know, box even more hate into multi-boxers, you know? even more more hate towards the people that used to do it and still do it to this day. Um, 
it's actually also like the timing of it, you know. We're obviously early in May. We just got the announcement that TBC is coming. The Burning Crusade is coming out. And we all know that the, the, the Classic Vanilla, when that came out, and also for a long while in it, botting was an enormous problem uh, in, in, in Classic Vanilla. And obviously with TBC coming out very soon, I feel like this is uh, timed up perfectly for them to maybe potentially handle it better. Potentially, yeah. I mean, from a the reason the botting was so prevalent in classic was because well, think of it this way: it's like getting given an exam but having the answers beforehand. Yeah, yeah. we we already know what the best areas to level fast are. We already yeah. know what the best way to get gold is because we've already been there and already done it all. So we didn't have to innovate this time around. We just had no. to take kit that we already had and just go straight at it but it's also with, with, with the fact that there's no token right so i guess you can potentially even sell the gold for more because <laughs> yeah. you know you can't you, you, you can't buy a token and get some golden classic correct so i mean what what do you what do you think for tbc is it going to be the same do you think the majority of bots are going to be placed in tbc i think batting will be a problem in tbc from day one yeah but do you think it's going to be bigger than retail um, well, retail's dead at the moment, so... I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, we're, everybody is in patch burnout at the moment until 9.1 uh, yeah, comes out. Every market is dead. Um, I can't sell legendaries to save my life at the moment, which is, has been one of my major markets. Um, it's just... Uh, I think we're going to see the same thing that we saw last time around where there was a massive boom people were like oh this is really exciting and then three weeks later everyone's bored of it again uh, because, yeah. because we've all been there before we've all done it before and we're just blasting through the content super quick yeah so it all depends it all depends on what what's going to happen um it's uh i mean spe- speaking about like body in general i i i, I we, we've touched on it a little bit but uh, a question that, and this one I, I'll name out because it came from Samadan, specifically Samadan, please watch who he is. Um, and he, he put the question towards uh, towards the last botting episode as well, and it is, what's their view on the ethics of botting? So what would be what would be your overall uh, morality compass, compass when, when it comes to botting? I mean, it's certainly changed. First of all, massive shout out to Samadan, I love you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I use, I use and, uh, you may or may not hate me for this, but I use your videos and your stuff all the time. Um, oh my god, Bob is using videos. You guys as well, bro. If it's, I mean, all we're doing a lot of the time is taking ideas within the, the WoW economy subreddit and then applying automation to it, is, is yeah. the truth. But yeah. Um, I'll stop fangirling now. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but in all seriousness, if my, my ethics in batting have changed a lot. I mean, if you think, okay, I'm mid thirties now. Um, I started batting 2005. My original, um, my original means and reasons for batting were that I just wanted to get ahead in the game, and I didn't really give a toss about anybody else. Uh, I didn't really care about the damage that I was doing, if you want to put it like that. Yeah. Versus then <clears throat> having to move into a an area which, for, for want of a better word, uh, was survival mode. Not asking for forgiveness, by the way, people. 
Stoker um, <laughs> to literally just get money. Uh, it was the quickest way for you to do that. Again, I didn't really care about the damage that I was doing within the game, if you want to put it like that. Um, versus now, where I'm just doing it as a, a solo project, can I make 100 million gold? I'm, I'm, I don't plan on pumping that gold back into the... Uh, the economy anywhere because I could just buy out. I could probably buy the whole auction house for a laugh. Um, like you could probably buy like well, probably not the whole auction house, but a good chunk of it. But you could do some serious damage with a hundred million gold. Yeah, you can absolutely. Um, and I, I've got no plans to do that. It's it'll probably end up with me buying mounts for guildies or and just having like a big giveaway in the middle of storming for a laugh or something like that yeah, um, party. <laughs> yeah just for a big party uh, but I, I i've got the whereas previously years ago i probably would have been a dick with it and bought out the whole leatherwork market to reset it or something <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that um can you I, imagine like just just buying out all the materials that are used for base legendaries on a server and just deleting them <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would be the ultimate. Yo, right. I'm logging in now, I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Uh, but yeah, it's like it, it, to answer the question, I, 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 it'd be cool to have a chat with Sam again about this sometime because I think I said to you guys because you kindly sent me the questions ahead of time. There's, yeah, I, I, it'd be cool to understand what his. Uh, what he means by the ethics, because my ethics towards another butter really are cutthroat. If I see another butter in one of my patches, I'll report them immediately. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because, because competition, or is it because of the policy you don't like it? Yeah, competition, screw that. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, oh, wow. Yeah, right? it's, just, it's the same as having another goblin on your patch, isn't it? It's like. It's a one for all. <laughs> yeah, there's, 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 what is it? there's no, no honour among thieves. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I see another boss out there, I'm reporting you. Sorry, guys. Um, but, yeah, it, it's... Especially if it's a really obvious part. If you've set your butt up so badly that you spend 30 seconds running into a tree before you go kill something, I'm reporting you because you're making it worse for the rest of us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you're acting stupid, if you're a cadet, please get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, it is that. It's like yeah. the, the public bots that are out there are so easy to set up. There's no... Yeah. And, and the, like some of the guides that people have written are better than like guides that Microsoft have written, seriously. So... There's no reason that you should be having your bot set up at that poorly. Um, but on an ethics, yeah, the, the, there's different areas of ethics for me. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't, these days, I wouldn't try to screw over an economy. I like to do nice things with my gold. Like uh, the other day, there was one of my guildies who uh, was having a bit of real life shit, couldn't afford to play the game, was going to have to stop raiding. So I was just like, dude, here's, here's like six months of uh, subscription. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to worry about it. It's stuff like that. Um, whereas, well, I, I guess yeah. I guess it more just goes into like what you think about uh, because botting is cheating. You know, mm -hmm. it's just I guess I guess uh, I guess it goes into like do you feel it's okay to cheat? You know, or do you just do it because you know I can? I I you know if they're not doing anything against it, I might as well. I, I think this is a probably a wider discussion i, I yeah. think botting exists because there is a fundamental problem with the game is is, is my standing on yeah, why yeah. bots exist uh if you uh i was going to bring this up uh as in the last section um 
and some numbers and stats. But if you look at some of the big ban waves that did happen, 2015, 2016, um, and you track those against the, um, that's what I'm looking for, uh, the, the materials of those expansions and times, you will see a significant drop in those materials yeah, on the yeah. auction house. Absolutely. And the price rise significantly. So does that make botting right? No, I'm not going to sit here and try and justify and say, okay, butters unite. <laughs> uh, but what I am going to say is that if all of a sudden, you know, three quarters of um, three quarters of the materials on the auction house disappear and prices of items suddenly go through the roof so that the general populace can't afford them. Everyone's going to be broke. Yeah, you have a fundamental problem with your game. You have a yeah. fundamental problem with your economy. If it requires automation for your economy to be propped up, you have a problem. Yeah, I guess I guess the the best way Blizzard could pop, probably do it, if they ever decided to go hard against budding, is slowly take everyone out. Because then people can get, you know, ease into the fact that the auction house and materials and consumables, whatever, they're going to get very expensive. <laughs> they are. We, we all know it. You know, we, we all, I mean, maybe not all of us, but a vast majority knows that if, I mean, we saw it from the multi-boxing, right? When the policy change was introduced uh, uh, until now, there are so many, so many markets that are, uh, it, they're just not the same at all anymore. And like the, the drops and increases in prices have been more insane than ever. So yeah, I mean, with bots also potentially, you know, hopefully getting targeted way more, um, that might be even worse. <laughs> yeah, might be even worse. It, it is going to get to the point, and um, not to disparage your listener base, but if you think that you haven't benefited from botting in some way, shape, or form, if you're a goblin and you don't think you've benefited from botting in some way, shape, or form, you are very naive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, every I, I made, I've made a hundred percent. I've definitely made so much gold. From butters and 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 multi boxers on on my server, absolutely because they post they post on the auction house. Obviously, not all of them, but some of them post very big stacks of materials or amounts or whatever at ridiculously low prices to just get rid of it. Yeah. Obviously, every single one isn't going to do that, but it still does happen. You know. Hey, what I want to know is how does your day look as a butter a couple of years ago? Uh, a couple so of years ago. Yeah. So when you make the money with it. All oh, right. Okay. So when I made money, are we talking about the Lich King area when I was making when I had like a large, yeah, and I was literally an doing this. Give us an uh, an idea <coughs> on how that works, how the process works, how the selling works. Do you use add-ons as well for it? Tell us a bit. To okay. Give people an idea. Okay. So my hundred and something butt farm was. Um, I actually nicked the name from Diablo. I called it the Infernal Machine, um, <coughs> and. Nice. It was essentially, if you remember at the time, we had the Saranite Shuffle. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I was that, that's pretty much what I was doing across multiple servers. So my, uh, although I had 100 bots, 130-ish, I think was my maximum bots from at any one time, my actual target would be on wherever gold was um, uh, most, most going to be most profitable to me. So... Yep. What I would do is I would get up in the morning, 
I would I, I would treat it like any other day at work. I, I was pretty disciplined about it. And I would get up, I'd have a look around to see what pricing was going on for what servers, speak to some of my contacts and say, have you got any requirements that you need filled? Because back in those days, people would kind of put a deposit down if they wanted a large amount of gold and then it would get delivered not instantly. Whereas these days, there's okay. such a large reserve of gold, that stuff will get delivered instantly. Y'all are spoiled now. Um, <laughs> um, whereas previously, you would buy like half a million gold and have to wait two days for it. So I would find out if there was any major requirements. I'd say to somebody, okay, I'm, I'm going to fill that requirement for you. Uh, and they would give me a deadline, at which point I would then log into my farm. Uh, and my farm was built up using some old kit. Um, the reason I found myself without a job is I was made redundant and essentially just disappeared off with loads of the IT kit. So uh, my farm was actually built up using a load of old IT kit that I essentially just walked out the door with. Uh, plus some virtual servers and some other bits and pieces. So I had um, a group of um, bots that would go out and farm uh, and actually just get Saranite farming and various other bits and pieces, herbs, anything I could sell in the auction house. Um, those would then go and mail those to my um, to my prospectors. They would prospect all that ore. I would then shuffle that into whatever um, I felt was going to sell best at that time, uh, whichever gems, etc., and then sell those on the auction house for gold. <laughs> or, depending on who I was speaking to on those servers, I may have regular buyers. And those regular buyers would then furnish me with gold. Those would then go into a, a guild bank, and I would mule it to one of the... Uh, to, to, wherever I was deciding to sell it that day. Okay. That's, uh, that's a good chunk of information. I mean... And how are you doing it now at the moment? At the moment, I'm not selling anything. I'm not no, selling gold. Uh, I don't sell gold anymore. I... Farms. How are you doing? How does that work? Uh, do you use any add-ons for it? Is there? A, do you send it to another character? Tell us. The only... The, the way that my farm works at the moment is I am doing legendaries. So I literally just keep a stock of every legendary uh, into a guild bank. So I have, I had five or six, I think it was six bots out farming the various items required to make legendaries. So that would be everything from... Um, I started off doing leather working, so let's just let's just cover the leather working ones. That's the one I probably know the best. Um, so they would just be out farming in Bastion and various other places to just get leather. All that leather would get sent back to another account where I had used, I think it was about a million odd gold to just boost my um, all of my legendaries to rank four. Mm -hmm. I would then. Essentially, I wrote a small bot that um, just would go to the guild bank, count how many of each legendary I had. If it was less than 10, it would make additionals. Um, if uh, so, it would then, if it didn't have the, um, if it didn't have the materials to do it, so all it would do is it would just go to the guild bank, count how many there are. If, it, if there was less than 10 of a particular item, it would then take the items out of another tab from that same guild bank 
and it would then craft them and put them back in the guild bank dead easy. So that's two parts of the machine. You've got your gathering and your creating. And then the third part of the machine is the commerce. So that one does use Trade Skill Manager. Sorry. Um, but it's the it's the easiest tool to use. You've, you've basically done 90% of the work for us. My bot would go to the mailbox and then to the guild bank and it would take out anything, any leather working items, et cetera, et cetera, and it would put those into the guild bank. It would then go back to the mailbox and it would, sorry, whilst it was at the guild bank, it would then pick up any legendary items that it needed to post on the auction house. It would then go back to the mailbox on the way back out, grab any money, et cetera, and head to the, um, head to the, auction house it would then use trade skill manager to just put my stuff on the auction house set up using groups etc and then just sit next to the mailbox for 35 40 minutes and repeat <laughs> okay wow i mean that's uh yeah i mean the, no wonder some legendary markets are completely dead and since it is what it is it's interesting because, again, on the World Economy Forum, there was a, sorry, subreddit, there was a, um, somebody posted a thing and they saying, basically saying that if you go out and farm stuff, it still has a cost. Yeah. It doesn't, ah. it doesn't, it doesn't to a butter. It's not our time. Like, it's our processor's time and something else somewhere else. So it is zero cost to us. Uh, so Matthews, when, Matthews, he's talking about your uh, tweet, by, uh, your Twitter post, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he, see, he sees you, Matthews. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching you, bro. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it, it is a serious point. Whereas you guys have an, an eight gold cost to something, whether you found it or bought it off the auction house. I have a zero cost. That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, you still have some sort of cost, but you just don't. Yeah, I mean, cost. <laughs> I mean, you still still have some sort of cost, but it's not really relevant for you to actually take into account because it's so small. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, because of the uh, majority, like, uh, or I guess of the because of the size of the operation that you're running, so it doesn't matter in your case. Correct. And when it comes to things like so, when you guys found shuffles stop being profitable because you can't get the. Um, it's when you farm something, it's better to put it on the auction house. Okay, that's still the case for me. I found that I would make more money when I put something on the auction house. But I suppose this swings back around to the uh, the Samadhan ethics question. If I look at the auction house and see that there is good competition on the auction house for an item and I've got, you know, 10 bags full of leather, I'm not just going to go and crash the market and bully those people out of the market these days because they're just here to play the game. Like, Okay, other butters might have a different perception on that. I don't do that for me anymore. So I would rather just quickly write a bot that shuffles all of that because that's making raw gold, which then isn't affecting the economy as much, if you see what I mean. Yeah. I'm not ruining somebody else's play experience by doing that. I'm just shuffling raw gold for my own benefit. Yeah. I mean, uh, in, in a sense, it's still it's bringing more gold into the game, so it still is touching it a little bit, but it's it, it's not fully the same as to touch. Like, I, I mean, I guess impacting the current play experience. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not. Uh, so here's a question for you two, I suppose. Which which yeah. would you rather? You, you two, Let's say you two are two goblins on the auction house, which you are, mm -hmm. and you've got um, a load of leather you're trying to get rid of at the moment, and then yeah. I come in with all my butted leather and can just undercut you, or would you rather I shuffled it and just had raw gold in my pocket? 
I'd, I'd, I'd rather have it on the auction house to be completely honest. Oh, really? I would yeah. rather have you shuffle it because then you have money to spend and you can buy my leather. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the, the, reason, the, re the reason that I actually would rather want it on the auction house is uh, something that gives a very good perspective of a certain market is knowing how much is on the market. You know, so if people if people that do farm put all of it on the auction house, we know how much we potentially have to play with on the server, and we can kind of it's a better e easier way to predict how market is going to go. If we don't know how much is on a server, it's very risky to both invest and you know and move. So it's that's like a longer okay. yeah. answer, but I would rather have it on the auction house. I think I think in both situations has its pros and cons because yeah, um, absolutely, less is more. That that's one. Yeah, that's less my, is more. That is my goal in gold making. Less. The lesser people post stuff, the more gold it will cost, the better the profits. That's how yeah. I think. But the other way, what Sensible says is also right. How cheaper you can get it, that's the more profit you can get from it as well. Or, yeah, that's. I think in my in my analogy though, what I'm saying is I am going up against you two who already have that same. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want to as somebody who bots now purely for my own gain and just for essentially for a laugh. Um. I don't want to ruin somebody else's play experience. So if I no, rock no. up and suddenly dump, uh, you know, like 500 stacks of leather on the auction house, I've then, I've got a much, and I'm not going to dump that much. I, I, I usually, if I was going to do that, I would keep some back and just keep undercutting somebody. But that bullies yeah. somebody out of the market, which then ruins their day. Whereas if I then go and shuffle it, I haven't done anything all i've done is create gold out of thin air essentially with a vendor yeah. um and i haven't ruined somebody else's play experience they're still getting gold from a player for fun um and they're still they're still having yeah. their play experience that they would have had a lot of bosses won't think like that and that's absolutely fine right. i'm not saying everyone should think like that but for me knowing that i am having as little impact on the uh, economy as possible is is more preferable. Okay, I'm probably yeah. my bots are still annoying people by being out in bastion grinding, etc. But at least I'm not, um, in my opinion, at least I'm not just automatically undercutting somebody whenever destroying yeah. absolutely everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm only having a small destroying yeah. impact. No. I'm just you know just a slight. <laughs> I mean, I just lighted a small fire. I, I, it's not you know a firestorm. It's fine. No, um, it, I, I mean obviously, but whatever you do, I mean, I mean it benefits all people, or you know takes away from some people in 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 a sense. Uh, so something that. If if we just talk about the straight shuffling into raw gold, the pro—I mean, the problem with that as a whole is that you know raw gold introduces more gold into the game, which means that people get richer and richer and richer, and it's it's going to get to a point where people have so much gold that prices are going to go down anyway. Yeah. Uh, so it it, it kind of you know revolves around the same thing, but uh, yeah, it's it, it's it's a couple. Yeah, there, there's a lot of information on it. It's uh, it, it's definitely it, it depends. It, it, it depends on on so many things on on the server and yeah. and how many people do it. it I, I think so. It's uh, it, <laughs> I think it's a hard answer for sure. And it's not oh, this is better. This is better. I mean, obviously, the best option would be nothing at all. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, it, it it is what it is. We can't you know we can't really control what people do. It's what that's what listens. Therefore, supposed to do yeah yeah they're, they're there to to do at, actually do that um so yeah but yeah it's just yeah it, it's, it's it's an interesting topic there's, there's a whole other yeah 
episode after that, probably. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. A question I, uh, I wanted to say is, like, you could say, like, certain popular botting spots if people wanted to... Since, since player reports are, you know, one of the better ways to get rid of bots, maybe, like, you could say, oh, this spot, this spot, this spot. But obviously, if you say that, then the majority of bots are just going to move away. But that's still good because, you know... I mean, the, 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 there's not really... The problem is that we can automate so much now that there isn't. Yeah. If it's a good, if it's a good spot for you to go and farm, it's a good spot for us to go and farm. It's as yeah. simple as that. So there's not really like, oh, I go here to do this. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only time that happens is um, when I'm leveling, and like I said, when I'm um, when I'm uh, pack battling. The the majority, if so, for instance, if I turn my if I if, if I suddenly rock up, my butt goes offline and I turn it back on and there's 10 people skinning in Bastion, I'll just move spots. I, I've yeah. got enough profiles move to away. do that. I'll just move away and go elsewhere. Um, so th- it's... If we look like a butter, report us. I get that. I get that. What kind of programs are there out there to bot? Do you have the public ones, the private ones? Can you name a couple of them? Uh, well, I, I think you probably what we need to do is give people a bit of a primer here, if you're yeah. all right with that. So yeah. as it stands at the moment, most of the botting community is dealt is built upon what's referred to as unlockers. So Blizzard's game and the, the front end of Blizzard's game, the bit that you play, uh, is built upon a piece of, uh, or sorry, a language called Lua. Uh, this is a scripting language. Tons of other games use it. Now, Lua, uh, and you, you guys may have seen this when you've made macros and stuff in game. It will come mm-hmm. up saying Lua error or something like that. Yep. Now, <clears throat> Blizzard has stuff that you can use and that we can all use and we can make macros out of Lua, etc. But they then have um, essentially Blizzard-only or um, engine-only stuff, which is like click to move, uh, move to this location, interact with this, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and those are all, they're still in the game plan. They have to be in the game plan. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to do anything. But they should only be accessible by the game itself. The unlockers that we use unlock and expose those uh, Lua functions to our programs. Oh, okay. So we are essentially using World of Warcraft as our botting engine these days. <laughs> okay. Using them against themselves. Which is probably part of the reason we've been so difficult to detect for so long. Yeah. <laughs> they only detect their own software. Mm-hmm. We're, oh. we're asking Blizzard to detect themselves at this point. <laughs> you're, I mean, in a, in a, in a sense, you're, you're kind of... Ha- I mean, it's basically like almost hacking Blizzard and telling them, hey... Well, <laughs> you I, have I, a problem. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, we yeah. we expose all this Lua. So then we write add-ons, our own add-ons, and because add-ons just run Lua, as you know, as you'll know. So we then just write our own add-ons to do something. So, like literally, my um, my uh, mailing and and commerce bot, for instance, is just an add-on. So. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I, I literally oh, just start no, the game. I type oh. forward slash start, 
and it goes and does its thing. You're wait, you're telling me actually, like let's think about this. If Blizzard decided that we don't want any add-ons anymore, if they said we're just gonna remove the option to do this, would all no, just... no, 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 because we would no, then okay, good. so yeah, so for instance, the the the, the best lure unlocker is currently offline. Um, it's one by the name of, it's just going completely out of my head, Lua Box. And that's currently offline. They're, they're turning it into something else. I don't know if full-ins now to why it's offline, but anyway. Um, so a lot of my scripts and stuff, I've then had to rewrite for other Lua unlockers that are out there at the moment. Yeah. Not, not a big deal. I was offline for two days or something like that just getting everything sorted but um we just the, the the easiest way to do it is to just have the game load an add-on that add-on then just calls Lua functions which are in the game we normally okay. wouldn't be able to call those Lua functions because they are locked but the unlocker has, has has unlocked those for us so we can now just say click here do this click here do this click here do this so it just makes it an easier way to do it you can still do it without it yeah so if we if we didn't have the add-on so for instance lua box had a whole separate thing where you could load scripts separately and it was still lua but it would literally load those scripts for you essentially side think of it like side loading an app on android yeah, yeah um so you could then just side load it and it would just appear in the game as a panel exactly the oh, same way okay, as okay. any other um any other add-on or anything else does and you just make okay. the game like you just sideload it that way okay uh, i mean I, okay so so it, it wouldn't change anything really no not, not at all so from a public perspective there are loads well, i say loads there's two main public unlockers out there at the moment um there's a couple of, there's a few private ones i use a private one um the the, the unlockers then give you the ability to bot. Now, there's, there's bots for all sorts of different things. What we've mostly talked about today is bots for um, automation in terms of economy. But there are bots out there that basically play the game for you. And these are called rotation bots. Um, those rotation bots... Um, so I've used them for a laugh in the past when I've either been drunk or too lazy to do anything. <laughs> uh, so I can get a perfect pause every time with my fire mage using a rotation bot. I mean, like you're you're talking like ninety nine percent, like ninety ninth percentile pause every time. Uh, all you've got to do is move out the way of sludge fist and. You'd be surprised the number of people who I see who are using a rotation bot and still can't get out of the way of sludge fist. People learn, yeah, yeah. Your, learn your class, seriously. Um, <laughs> but those bots as well, so I'm not going to mention who or what guilds, no, fine. but I know for a fact, and we all know who you are because you're in, you're in uh, the Discord, mate. We know that there are top-end guilds out there who are doing world progressions using rotation bots. Yeah, I mean, that that doesn't really come as a surprise to me. No, I don't <laughs> think it would come as a surprise to anyone. And what yeah. you mean with the top guilds, you mean like the, the, the World 1... Yeah, World First. World First. The, the people that are in the World They're First race when... Yeah. yeah. One of the hundred guilds, yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay. So it is still, I mean, it's still important, you know. It's another way of botting, obviously, but it's still important, still cheating in the game. So I'd be surprised. I mean, I know you guys did a uh, an episode with the the carry community. I know of carry communities on my server that just use again bots, um, use a rotation bot because it provides consistency, and you are then yeah. providing consistency to a um, to a customer. At that point, it provides yeah. you with an advantage. If you can do a sire kill and sell a, uh, a head of the curve, sire kill time after time after time, and it gets to 10 o'clock at night and you've been at it for six hours, and you're still performing as well as you were six hours ago, that's an advantage. So, yeah, I mean, things like being able to never miss an interrupt, being able to... Um, I, mean, I, I really enjoy Fralaf doing it on my um, my resto shaman, and like just watching him just you know just bang down healing tide, bang down uh, um, healing rain, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, over and over and over again. And all of a sudden, I'm top of the healing meters, despite the fact I'm like twenty eye levels behind the next shaman in my group. is yeah. is crazy. Are there still a lot of companies that make these spots? Yeah, uh, I wouldn't call them companies these days. A company, um, you look at the likes of Honor Buddy, you look at the likes of uh, Pocket Gnome, you look at the likes of Glider, um, and those types of stuff. They essentially paint the target on their back um, because they were a company. Yeah. Whereas now, these days, I'm not going to just call it underground, but you've got Discords, you've got... Um, underground stuff because it's not official well i mean it's a lot more underground than it was whereas before you yeah. had big flashy websites for like on a buddy and stuff like that oh, yeah, um, yeah. whereas now you've got to join a discord which points you to a telegram which then points you to some um bitcoin address you put 20 dollars <laughs> into a bitcoin address and all of a sudden some shady dude messages you is like hey kids you want some magic um <laughs> it's like it's uh it's, it's a lot dodgy and yeah i mean i i guess with cryptocurrency you know that's uh, untrackable currency i uh, <laughs> yeah that's true that's so, uh that's an interesting one so tell us you, you told us before there was something with a company and it got messaged by Blizzard. Can you tell us something about it? Oh, you're on about EWT. A little, a little history. I'm not seeing any history names, but yeah, so that that's not the company I worked for. Okay. Um, so EWT was a recent Lua unlocker. It stood for something extended WoW toolbox or something. I can't remember. It was pretty good. Um, and if you go to the, you can either go to the EWT website at the moment. I'm just trying to find it. EWT official official website. EWT Warcraft. I just I don't want to. There you go. EWTWow.com. Friend, it's gone, so I don't mind sort of telling you what it is. Yeah. So the, the comment on their website literally says, "After being reached by Blizzard, I decided that EWT development support and sales must be discontinued." Despite being an independent platform, EWT allowed the development of many other tools that infringe Blizzard's term of use. With immediate stop of EWT services, these tools will stop working, at least under the EWT platform. This is the last official statement and no further comments will be made. Thanks for your support. This was what I referred to earlier on. Blizzard would rather litigate than innovate. They would rather slap somebody with a lawsuit 
because it's faster and cheaper to do that than it is to actually fix the problem. But they're not going to fix the problem because all they've done is cut one head off the Hydra. Yeah. And those bothers that don't use that program anymore go to another uh, uh, supplier. Yeah. yeah, literally that. I mean, like I said, I, my preference was always Luabox. Uh, I liked Luabox. It was a really good bit of software. Um, and it, it will come back bigger and better. That They didn't get banned, is my understanding. They've, they've done so. I don't really understand the, 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 the politics and why they're not selling it at the moment or what's going on. But everybody just moved from EWC to Luabox. It was literally that. Um, that's statement from EWT came out and all of a sudden the the chat program that we were using to talk um uh, about uh lure box and get support etc just went like oh look 200 new people have just joined that's nuts <laughs> so you know, they just migrate to whatever the newest whatever a working platform is how far do, can blizzard go with these kind of uh pro procedures well, I mean, you look at the case of Glider, uh, which was the, the first bot, the, the grandfather of botting. Um, the, they sued Michael Donnelly, I think his name was, for God knows how much. Uh, there was rumors flying around. They turned up at his house and bullied him. Um, you know, whether yeah. those are true or not is uh, for, you know, for other people to make a decision about. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> But that, I think that was actually brought up in the court case. Blizzard, don't sue me. Um, the case with Honor Buddy and Pocket Gnome, again, like you look at those two, uh, you'll, you can easily go and search the legal proceedings. I don't think Honor Buddy uh, ever had a number announced against how much, but Pocket Gnome was sued for something like seven or eight million dollars. Um, <laughs> all of these the thing that's really sad is that all of these came down to blizzard not being right but having more money to litigate yeah yeah we're richer than you so uh goodbye yeah we we've got deeper pockets than you fuck you we got deeper pockets so we don't pay gms for it (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's literally that it's like It's like, okay, so we 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 can spare the we can uh, spare the money on not having GMs and then just randomly taking out some butts. And you know, we'll try to we'll try to keep it down, you know. But it's I mean like which which has more of a public facing impact? Blizzard winning a court case for eight million dollars, or them quietly banning bots and it not being a, it not being a problem anymore? Uh, depends how you look at it. Because when there's an announcement on bandwaves on Bowhead, then people are like, oh, they're cheering and they go nuts. So, but that's why I didn't mention bandwaves. So my, my point is, uh, is yeah, that okay. if they brought if they brought back GMs, it would be quietly done, oh, and the yeah. problem would be kept on top of the people lead. wouldn't even need to cheer because it's done behind the scenes they don't even there's no problem exactly blizzard they remove everything blizzard aren't doing this to fix the problem blizzard are doing this to make it look like they're fixing the problem yeah, yeah. but they're really not oh no not at all and you were you were by the way a programmer of i am a programmer yeah. or, you, or you are a programmer you were a programmer of a bot I didn't program for a bot specifically. Uh, I programmed for a company who 
use the code that we were creating to kind of put a bot together. We knew what it was being used for. Um, we also provided support on the forum. Uh, so yeah, I, I am a programmer by trade. That's, that is what I do. Um, and then you know, software engineer. Um, but the, the company I worked for, yeah, was sued by Blizzard Entertainment. Uh, they lost spectacularly. Um, and it was not a great time for everybody involved. Can you say anything about that? What you said, like spectacularly? What what, what do we should we think about that? Um, it, it kind of alludes to the point I was making before that, in my opinion, the actual the actual complaint that Blizzard put forwards wasn't substantial. Um, and if it had gone on for long enough and there had been enough money for the company that I was working for to continue their litigation proceedings, I actually think that enough appeals would have been put in place for them to win. And Blizzard would have lost that and it would have, but Blizzard would never let that happen because that would then set a precedence. We had to hand our code base over. Uh, we had to basically had to say and, and prove that we had deleted all of it. Um, the thing about it is, though, is that Blizzard haven't, as far as I can tell, used any of our code to understand how and what we were doing to then combat uh, the problem. Okay. There, there was plenty within that code which would have pointed them to say, ah, well, when they do this, we should be able to. Uh, it's got harder, don't get me wrong. It's a, definitely a cat and mouse game, but they've not actually learned any lessons from anybody that they've sued and taken away. It just seems like they just lock the stuff away and put it in a vault, and that's it. Yeah, basically, you're giving them the key, and they, they just don't use it. They just put it in the desk, uh, the, the key, and then... Uh, yeah, literally, yeah. With it. Right. We're, we're basically loading the gun for them, and then they're just putting it in a cupboard. Okay. Um, let's talk about some numbers. Um, you amazed us already with a couple of things. Um, what's the biggest bot that you have heard of with the most accounts? Probably the Chinese bot farms. Um, so everybody knows in the early days of Warcraft, it was all done by hand and everyone used to take the piss, run it up to Chinese people shouting Ni Hao at them. Um, <laughs> sort of after that kind of dropped away it just got moved to bot farms you're talking um people who were maintaining upwards of a thousand accounts wow thousand accounts there was a period where and i don't think it was very very long but people were running what we would refer to as headless clients yeah. uh, it was like the ultimate dream to have like a headless client where you literally just clicked go it didn't even load world of warcraft it just move the character around in the game and there was rumors flying around that the chinese farmers were using those whether that's true or not i don't know but there was there was definitely some very very big chinese gold farms out there okay uh so obviously towards the end here we have uh we, we did this uh, on another episode as well we did this for 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 the uh boosting episode and it, it's it's just a numbers question do you have any interesting stats you would like to bring forward any any numbers to like wow what what do you mean <laughs> Um, potentially, yeah. I mean, there's got to be the, the amount of money that flows through 
ourselves and the botting community i mean you guys saw what the numbers were from the boosting community and oh, yeah. they're eye-watering oh, yeah. you could double that what easily <laughs> what Oh my god, dude! So you're you're telling you're telling me in the body community there's at, at least at least a double amounts. Probably. From... Yeah. I mean, if you're, you're, I mean, like I said, I'm sat on seventy million liquid at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, then again, we could also have like in a, in a majority, maybe not a majority, but I, I like, there's no shot that none of the boosting communities have. People that buy. Where can you give us a number? Like, not everybody listened to the the Boosting Community episode. Give, can you give us a, a global number? I don't think I can, if I'm brutally honest. The, the reason being that I don't know how much other people... It, the problem is, is that it, it tends to be a closely guarded secret what and what you're doing, how many you're running, yeah. uh, and that type of stuff. You, you don't want to give your stuff away, because to be quite honest with you, we know that Blizzard are sat in our chat channels. We know that Blizzard are sat and uh, are buying these uh, stuff. We know... How do you know that, then? It, just because it's... There, there's too many coincidences, if you want to put it like that. Um, there's, there's stuff that happens on a regular basis, and you're like, I mean, it's become a standard joke there, like that you jump in a chat channel and you're like, hey, Blizzard. Um, <laughs> like, like, instead of saying good morning to everybody, you literally jump in a chat channel and you're like, morning, Blizzard. Yeah, instead of waving to your to a GM that's invisible, now it's hello in the Discord channel. Yeah, yeah and I, I mean, we tend not to use Discord because Discord ban cheating communities fairly instantly. Okay. Um, so we, we, we have various other chat channels that we use. Uh, slack and the like but yeah it's like they're they're 100 percent there they're 100 percent trying to just gather information and gather intel um and that's the most frustrating thing is that we know they're there and then they're doing nothing about it any any other numbers you want to share with us that you think is interesting yeah, I suppose actually. So here's here's some here's some interesting things for you. Uh, when instance farming was a thing, so Blizzard, fair play to you, Blizzard, you actually fixed the instance farming side of things. It's not really that profitable for us anymore. Uh, there was a period a few months ago. Um, damn you, Asmund Gold! It was this is your fault. Uh, the um, the instance farming that he saw. Uh, not his server because I don't play US, um, EU. I had, I think it was 30 or 40 bots running, uh, and they were making about 5k an hour. So if you extrapolate that, so I'm making 5k an hour, I can run those bots 24 7. So that's making me 120 gold a day on each bot. Multiply 120,000 multiplied by 30 bots running a day. There's 3.6 million gold a day. Yeah. So I, 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 I personally sat here and did this math a long time ago now, uh, before they nerfed all the raw gold, because I had, you know, a ridiculously stupid challenge. I ran through Manitoum's 5,783 times one pattern. Um, and you know, some people might have thought I was a bot, but (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, but no, listen in, in, in my time there, I saw, I I don't even know how many bots, hundreds for sure. And I reported so many of them and I, I, I sat there because, uh, you know, every time I saw 
10, 20, uh, 30 bots around the entrance of Manitoums, I was like, I, I, I was like, I'm making 2,500 raw gold and I'm getting all these materials as well that I can just sell in the auction house. If somebody did this 24 hours a day on a multiple body, they can make ridiculously stupid amounts of gold. It's so insane. I mean, the Botanica was... The reason we were running the Botanica is because it was a loop. Um, it, was a, it was a nice loop with an easy exit. So, and going back to a point you were making earlier on about banning whole accounts, one of the things that's great is that they don't ban whole accounts and that mounts are account-wide. So I quickly, I quickly jump on my mammoth. Uh, sorry, I start a new account, level it all the way up, and the next thing you know, I've got, a ma- I've, I've already got my mammoth that I can sell stuff on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. I don't have twenty k, easy clap. Yeah, easy clap. Don't have to worry about it. It's not twenty k. I've had to invest into a new account though. Nope, uh, that's true. And the other clever thing about running instances and a fair play to Blizzard for nerfing it because you didn't have to buy a copy of Shadowlands to do that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the old ones, that, that is true, yeah. I just had to level up to 50. Um, I could easily, uh, well, whatever it was at the time, so what most of us were doing was just rolling a, a Demon Hunter, mm-hmm. going through the Demon Hunter starting uh, thing. And again, the the easiest way to do that was actually to do it by hand. So I would get 10 accounts running on one computer, and the one of the tools in lure box was essentially it would just do a follow the leader so you would all just point them to the leader and it would copy everything that i did so if i if i picked up a crest it would pick up the crest if i killed something and so we would just go around and just i would level 10 accounts in one go get it done get it done run them all over to botanica and set them running yeah but i mean uh, the, the the vast majority of the bus that i saw uh, running around in Manitoums were actually rogues. Um, <laughs> and I, I, obviously that's what a lockbox is, but it was still, it's still interesting, you know, because it's, it's the, the thing, the thing that I am as well, if Blizzard really wanted to, to, to go against, uh, botting and, and find these, every single bot literally just had a face smashing name. <laughs> you know, they, they literally just took their hand and then, place the entire hand on the keyboard and that's their name you know yeah, like f g h t y u and like if you have a name like that on multiple characters i mean <laughs> it are obvious. you really i like are you really a world of warcraft player that plays the game actively I, you know it's i don't know it, it's just a little funny i think but i mean like from uh, to, to extrapolate that further it's getting to the point now where and we talked about this at the beginning if blizzard have started to actually actively um use statistics to start to ban us then this is the type of thing they if, if i run my if i run uh the botanica a thousand times in a day <laughs> well, that, that's the camera yeah, he's looked yeah. at straight away we'll see i mean we'll see what happens you know I mean, may, maybe this is a start to something yeah and then i'd be happy to do like a follow-up episode or uh jump on at some point you know and just kind of give a, an update of where things are at but i can't see usually and this is the irony we usually see this type of activity with us getting banned um and stuff like that in conjunction with um 
the current expansion being on sale. And ah, funnily enough, guess what's on sale at the moment? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we I, we we talked about this as well <laughs> when the policy update came out, uh, and and we heard a couple of people that have gotten banned, and and then we obviously reached out to you and asked yeah. the same thing. And now it's like I feel like almost every single time that they that that we hear about you know a little more active bans than normal, they put the game on sale, and I just think like. If, if from a perspective of somebody that plays this game, if you see that and you notice that, I mean, that feels like one of the most scummy things in the entire world. Yeah, You know, it's it's absolutely disgusting. It's it, basically a junk. I, yeah. I, I'm not sure if you can put that in, but it's... Nah, it's I say it all the time. <laughs> if, yeah, but like, I mean, they're literally laughing in everybody's and this is this again comes back to the ethics side of things i'm not trying to sit here and say oh it makes it right but it's for me the fact that this is just so damn obvious and that blizzard are doing sweet nothing about it just makes me even more determined to to, to, do, it. to do it yeah yeah but like be, you're standing outside the gates of Blizzard HQ, like I am cheating. Yeah. Please ban me. <laughs> I mean, it, it, here's a here's a here's a funny story that you can use. So one of my there's, there's a, a forum which is still very active. So I'm not I'm not mention it because I don't really want to push people down that route. But there was an exploration thread on there, and one of the big things for everybody was to get to GM Island. We got to get to GM yeah. Island, and oh, yeah. everybody will remember it. And I remember being stood on GM Island, literally face to face with a GM. And we sat outside on, you know, on that hill outside GM Island, talking for about 45 minutes. And he was just asking, you know, oh, you know what do you do? What's, what do you do for a living? We just talked. And then he was like, at the end, he's like, look, I'm going to have to slap you with a three-day ban. I was like, all right, yeah. cool. And it's just like, it's... it's because that doesn't exist in the game anymore, and because Blizzard have taken away all of the... I'm not going to say the fun of the game, but because Blizzard have just taken away the the human element that exists around the game, there is just a pure want for me to just say, right, okay, well, I'll just... If you think you can take all the... Um, the human element away, so will I. I'll just I'll get rid of all the boring bits of the game for me. I don't want to have to earn God knows how much gold to make my guild be able to raid. I'll just bang ten million in the bank and we can go raiding. Um, I don't want to have to go and grind bloody Torghast for ten hours. I just want to do this, that, and the other. The more is the most boring thing in the world um and so i can just not think and grind that while i'm watching telly uh, it's it's poor game design that's pushed me down botting if anything i want to be here with my friends i want to be doing the things i want to do with my friends but poor game design has pushed me down the botting route hey um bottle bob uh and i want to thank you for uh participating in this episode and uh yeah thank you for the information man anytime guys and yeah um reporters seriously you'll make our lives harder um don't forget guys if you're listening at the moment on spotify google podcast podcast or uh, any other platform for the podcast give it a like give it a follow give it a rating take the notification bell 
<laughs> no. <All right. laughs> Definitely uh, click the follow, click the comments, uh, you know, smash notification bell, all that. Sh- well, what do we say? <laughs> all those things. No, uh, write a review, give us some stars, uh, wherever you're listening, wherever you find us. Share uh, us, share us, share our us. Link. Share our link. Tell free. people listen to the Auction House podcast. Great yeah. podcast. Want to learn something about goal making? Definitely listen. Indeed. All that good stuff. So, Sensu, what's up for next week? Well, next week we have something very exciting going on. This is a new kind of segment that we're trying. We're bringing on a new slash intermediate goal maker to talk with them about their early days of goal making and potentially helping them further in the adventure. Okay, nice. It'll be great. Yeah, they're going to be live on the show with us or live. We're going to hit them live. We're going to edit, of course, every bad thing they say yeah. out of it. Yeah, of course. I <laughs> know. <laughs> we're going to have them on the episode, of course. It's going to be great. And we're going to help them on their way to become uh, bigger gold makers than they already are. Yeah. That's the goal. That is the goal. Check it out. Episode 20, guys. It's going to be great. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this episode. And of course, get excited for next week's episode. Guys, people in Astaroth, gold makers, goblins, non-goblins, thank you all for listening to this 19th episode. Hope to hope to see you. No, not see you, but hope to get you back in episode 20. Episode um, 3 million and 32. Yeah, that episode as well. It's going to be a special one, by the way. Yeah, yeah yep. Ten, any last words? Um, uh, beans. My last words is get an air fryer. Guys? I mean, that's factual information. That's very, very good. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.